Buenas noches, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. <laughs> my name is Alex Robinson. And my name is Andy Robinson. And together we're going to talk about Minute 161, 161 of, of the Godfather, Godfather Minute, brothers. brothers. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Ciento. Ciento. Sessantuno. 161. You got it. When you say the, um, from now on, say the cento and the number in one. Oh, s- one chunk. Swoop. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I, I I do it better then. You don't want me to break it down? Let's break it down. Only if you want to know who the real Alex Robinson is. Wow, you uh we we triggered a lot of our uh, sound bites. <laughs> Yikes. Should we just load them all in now? You want me to go back to the cannoli countdown, Alex? So you how how far back you want to go? How many minutes ago was the cannoli? <laughs> well, let's try it again. Cento sessantuno. Cento sessantuno. You got it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Cento sessantuno. Awesome. Well, that means 161 in English, and in minute 161, the baptism is reaching its murderous climax. That's so not murderous sound effect. (laughs) You mean Tatalia. So uh, the baptism reaches its murderous climax as we see Barzini getting a parking ticket, Cheech climbing the stairs. Clemenza blasting Stracci with a shotgun, <laughs> Michael renouncing Satan, and Mean Mo Green having his glasses broken for the final <laughs> mean, time. Mean Mo Green getting his glasses cleaned. You don't go into a massage parlor to shoot a man like Mo Green like that. <laughs> you don't shoot a man like you don't shoot a man in one eye like Mo Green like that. <laughs> Alex, you, you were joking around about the the choir, the religious music. Oh, going. I wasn't joking. It would be so great if if they were singing about, they were commenting on the movie, but it was quasi-disguised in Latin. You know, like, <laughs> So, do you mean Tatalia? <laughs> it was Barzini all along. You should ask our Latin scholar friend uh, what they're saying in that. Ah. Uh, maybe they are saying stuff about the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sicilian message fish delivered. <laughs> um, this is a great minute, Alex. It I is feel great. like I feel like this is this is minute one of the kind of two to three minute climax of the of the whole movie. Mm, yes, right. We're talking a three minute climax here, <laughs> right? Yeah. No wonder it's the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, have you ever... It's just a choice of words. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell that woman you love her? So, um, well, let's go through chronologically. Yeah. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. What you got? Uh, well, so we see um, we see our old friend Al Nearly writing a ticket out for the, uh, the chauffeur who's yeah. gotten out of the car. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we see Barzini and I guess Barzini's bodyguard yeah. coming down the stairs. <laughs> and um, this was filmed at, at the um, in, at 60 Center Street in Manhattan, the, the New York Supreme Court. So it makes you wonder what Barzini was, had, what business he had in court that day. Wait a minute, 60 Center Street in Manhattan? Yeah. Or Oh, okay. Where is that? It's like we're all like the courthouse and the... Oh, way downtown. It's like, you know, we're City Hall oh. and all that. You know, I always thought it was the old post office on 8th Avenue. It's very 33rd. similar. It's a very similar... It looks uh, just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. For years, when I walk... Every time I walk by that post office with people, 
I always say, oh, you know, this is where the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I really. <laughs> uh oh. You're like, this is where they killed the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean Barzini? <laughs> Yeah, there's a photo from the day it was taken and uh, of uh, 15,000 onlookers apparently were there Whoa. when they were filming that scene, which seems that seems extreme. How wow. you can fit 15,000 people into into that area? It seems like a lot. But that does seem like a lot. You know, it's Variety magazine. Maybe they uh, yeah. maybe they hyped it up a bit. But well, uh, what's crazy about that is I don't know how they were able to complete the scene. Why? Well, because with all of those those people there and traffic backed up. Al Neary would have lost his mind. All his double parked cars. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she starts smashing the windshields. <laughs> um, yeah. So Al Neary. <laughs> There's some stuff from the book about about the, about, ticket. About the ticket writing. Let's see here. What do you got? Page four twenty nine. Puzo writes. So I'll I'll start with a little bit of what we what we said last minute mm-hmm. the driver made a ten dollar bill appear by some sort of magic folded it into a little square using just one hand and tried to shove it down near his blouse ash <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, put it in your blouse <laughs> put it in your blouse <laughs> listen you yeah sure you'll take the folded magic ten dollar bill and you put it in your blouse and you'll like it <laughs> i hope when you are reading the the um the Godfather Two novel. I hope they also describe that when uh, when Rosado puts the hundred dollar bill in Frankie's. Uh, I hope they have also referred to it as a blouse in that uh, situation. <laughs> Rosado, I don't like the magic C note. <laughs> My blouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Corleone's blouse. <laughs> Puzo writes. Neri moved back. Onto the sidewalk and crooked his finger at the driver. The driver came out of the car. Let me see your license and registration, Neary said. Oh, is that your Al Neary impression? That's my Al Neary, yeah. Hmm. Does he even talk in the entire film? You know, he does. He definitely does in GF3. Uh Uh-huh. That reminds me. I DVR uh, GF3. Did you? Did you watch the first 20 minutes? The recap? I I think that is just the... It does have... It starts with like a 15, 20-minute... Yeah. Like previously on The Godfather. Right? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think that's part of the real movie. I think that is just for the television uh, edition. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting that the TV version, besides dubbing and, you know... Uh, bleeping out the profanity that they would add add stuff to it. Well, I'm guessing it's after the opening credits, Godfather Three. Da, 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 yeah, because because normally the movie starts with just Al Pacino saying "My dear children" and st- mm. writing the letter. But in the that thing, they show basically everything, and then it ends with uh, with with the death of Fredo, and then it cuts to. Uh, well, it actually ends with Fredo saying, "Do you ever think about that?" All like echoey, and then oh. it cuts to Michael. Like clearly, he's thinking back on all those memories of it. Yeah. So I think yeah. that I think it was a neat thing, but it's a weird. I feel like it was probably done for television because it's listed as being exactly like four hours long or three hours long, mm-hmm. and I feel like they maybe added that in so that it would take up. With commercials, mm. it would take up a full oh, wow. block. You know what I mean? As opposed what? to it being yeah. three and a half hours with commercial. You know, so I don't know. Isn't that funny? Nowadays, shows really don't have to be a certain length because if they're made for streaming. Yeah. Although it's always weird when you watch a streaming show and there are clearly like commercial breaks in it. But I guess yeah. they might mm-hmm. be on a streaming service here, but somewhere else they might be oh, yeah. shown on like a television channel or whatever. So. so you're saying the version you saw, they put in a bunch of buffers to make it exactly three hours? Oh, yeah. A lot of buffers. Right. A lot of buffers. <laughs> you know, Senator. <laughs> bunch of extra footage buffers. But I set the DVR. <laughs> we, have a, we have a schedule here. <laughs> So what else you got? What else does this, Al Neary do after this man the flew from This man flew in from Italy. He has uh, Italian streaming services. <laughs> he watches Sorry, TV he on Italian? Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> no, 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 no. So Puzo writes, uh, let me see your license and registration, Neary said. He had been hoping to get the driver to go around the block, but there was no hope for that now. Out of the corner of his eye, Neary saw three Short, heavy-set men coming down the steps of the plaza building, mm. coming down toward the street. 
It was Barzini himself and his two bodyguards on their way to meet Michael Corleone. All right, I'm going to pause. So hmm. They describe them as three short, heavy-set men. Yeah. Definitely different than in the movie because Barzini is, is slim and very cosmopolitan-looking in yes. the movie. Mm-hmm. Puzzo writes, Even as he saw this, one of the bodyguards... Oh, sorry. And I wanted to point out, too, that, 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 that he's on his way to meet Michael Corleone. Right. Because yeah. in, the, in the book, it's, all, it's different. Um, Puto writes, even as I assume in the movie, it's also not supposed to be taking place at the exact same time. I get the impression that it is. Really? I, well, I never thought otherwise hmm. because it is happening. You're seeing it concurrently. It's a great yeah. alibi, Alex. I know. It just God seems- is God as his witness. He was not there. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems weird that the they would have access to all those guys at the exact same time. Mm. at the same time that the baptism was going yeah. on. Yeah. And I guess so, I guess as far as if it is supposed to be going on at the same time, I guess Michael said, oh, I'll meet you guys after the baptism. Yeah. I'll meet you guys after the baptizing. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's certainly more dramatic having it happen at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But I feel bad that all those, like, Clemenza and Aniri and uh, uh, Rocco didn't get to go to the uh, baptism. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, they had more important work. Hmm. Well, that's how law enforcement, you always hear these stories where across the nation, 500 warrants were, were um, served at 5 a.m. Eastern time. Right. Because they, they don't want anyone to get tipped off. So it kind of makes sense. It does make sense that all the murders would happen at the same time. Yeah. Although I'm thinking, is it likely that Mo Green would be getting a massage while... Catalia is making love <laughs> while Cuneo's happens to be going up in the elevator. Oh, wow. That is a big, that's great timing. Yeah, it's all in the timing. Yeah. Uh, Puto writes, even as Al saw this, one of the bodyguards peeled off to come ahead and see what was wrong with Bartini's car. This man asked the driver, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I have been insulted today. You are writing me a ticket. I have made money for you. <laughs> Wait, who is that? That was Joey Zaza. Oh. Zaza. <laughs> I thought it was the guys from the What's Up commercial. I don't remember that one. I don't think they say anything except what's that, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That'd be great. Did we joke about this already? Joey Zaza, all he can say is Zaza. And it's up to his his capos to interpret Mm-hmm. That based on the inflection, so it's like, uh, have you ever seen any of those Guardians of the Galaxy movies? I saw the first one. It's, it's like Groot, where he yes. just says, "I yeah. am Groot." So he would yeah. just say, "Zaza," and yeah. someone would be like, "You're right, Joey. We should get out of here." <laughs> Zaza. <laughs> oh, really? At the San Gennaro Fest? Is that safe? <laughs> Zaza. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Or uh, I thought you meant like Hodor, where literally that's all he says, even though no one. No one knows what he means by it, like oh, Hodor yeah. on uh, Game of Thrones. Well, I think it is the same, because remember, we introduced time travel a while back. Mm. So what, what would Zaza mean from the future? Oh, boy. Zaza. Yeah. Zaza. We'll have to think about that. I don't know what it could mean. Zaza. <laughs> Zaza. I think, I think <laughs> after, he gets his, uh, after he got his ear bitten off, someone was like, oh, we should take him to see Dr. Taza. And so that was oh, kind of like, yeah. it like reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in pain at the time. Oh, that's right. It was originally Taza, mm-hmm. but the time machine eroded the heart sound. Mm. It just it blended it to Zaza. Mm, like Bart Zini. Or maybe he just said Za. But, yeah. the, but the time machine looped twice before really going back. And that's yeah. why it was Zaza. Wow. <laughs> Did we already make the joke about him owning a pizza parlor? Like, yeah, probably. Calling it Zaza. <laughs> I don't think so. That's great. Zaza's. Zaza. 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 Love it. Puzo writes. Even as Al saw this, one of the bar okay, the man, the bodyguard asked the driver, "What's up?" What's up? <laughs> the driver said curtly, "I'm getting the ticket. No sweat. 
This guy must be new in the precinct. Mm. Yeah, right. At that moment, Barzini came up with his other bodyguard. He growled, "What the hell is going? What the hell is wrong now?" Uh, and I'll pause there because it's not until a future minute do we see what happens next. But I, I wanted to make sure I read that because I love how Barzini's getting mad. Yeah. Because as every New Yorker knows, there's nothing more maddening than getting a parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is going on here? Damn Wait, it, so Phil. I said watch the car and move it if the cop came. What, uh, how did you read his line again? What's, what's going on now? What's, uh, sorry, what the hell is wrong now? What the hell is wrong? So it's funny because you could put, it really changes the, emf, inf, the, uh, the phrasing if you emphasize different words in it. Like, what the hell's wrong now? Like he's having like a bad day. Like stuff just keeps happening to him all day long. And, <laughs> yeah. First, I can't get water from the well. Now I'm getting the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Soon I won't be anywhere to hang my hat. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can get really hyper grammatical. What the, what the hell is wrong now? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have. So you wanted to keep uh, breaking it down. So what, what do we see next, Alex? Um, well, we see Mo, Mo Green getting ready for the massage. Uh-huh. One thing um, uh, that surprised me is um, you've heard of the Mandela effect, right? Yeah, I was just talking about it the other night. Uh, I could have sworn that Mo Green's masseuse was a uh, lady the whole time. Oh, really? If you had asked me, mm. I would have said, oh, that, that he was getting massaged by a lady. So I was surprised mm. when it was that uh, hangdog old guy. Yeah. So, Do you think uh, that guy was in on it? I feel like he was because yeah. when the mysterious gunman opens the door, mm-hmm. the massage guy just looks up and doesn't like. He, he kind of backs up, I think. Yeah, so he's almost kind of like, "Okay, this yeah. is it." Like he doesn't, he doesn't say like, "Hey, what's going on?" Or, or yeah. like, "You can't be in here." Yeah, this hey, is this is the massage room. Yeah, and sun room. <laughs> hey, sun no, lamp room. Hey, no guns allowed in the sun lamp room. <laughs> Did you notice that the sign on the door? It said it, no guns? It, no, it said... Uh, oh, massage and sunlamp massage room. and sunlamp room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, and uh, you see the masseuse mouth these words, but it was smart to cut it out. He says, there goes my tip. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked right at the camera when he said it, so it <laughs> yeah. kind of like, ruined it. Here's something interesting I learned. Uh, the Mo Green scene was mm-hmm. filmed uh, at the McBurney YMCA in mm. Manhattan, oh. which uh, you and I both know because it was right across the street from my old apartment on 23rd Street. Oh, Isn't that wow. crazy that the, the YMCA oh. right across the street from where I lived was where Mo Green got killed? Oh, my God. If I'd known that. And he was, uh, it was filmed there. It was filmed there. Wow. So, uh, oh my God. and you know what? All these years I've been telling people that's where Barzini got shot. <laughs> you tell everybody there. Every, every, every place I go to. You see that deli right there? Barzini got shot there. I mean, it would help if they put up a sign or a. Or a <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you do that, then you can never have Hyman Roth get mad at Michael. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Um, but so now that that it's no longer YMCA, unfortunately, it is. Mm. It was turned into condos during the time I was living there. But it makes me wonder: someone must be living oh, in the room yeah. where Mo Green uh, got shot. Oh my gosh! So, you think the, uh, the ghost of Mo Green still mm, haunts that room? Mo <laughs> Green. Green. Yeah. What with the well, there's a garbage pail kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mo Green. <laughs> what do you think the ghost of Mo Green? How would he haunt the inhabitants of that condo? Oh boy. Hey, I, I got to I got to make noise and break glasses every now and then just to kick ass, make make the haunting run right. I think I like to think that it would be like the more cheery Mo Green. Ah. Like he'd be like, "Oh, it, like the ghost would be giving everyone chips so that they can play on the house and <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and stuff like that." Hey, hey, every everybody's here. Draw chips so everyone can yeah. play free on the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you can always, the, you, if you ever want to see the ghost of Mo Green, the, you have to wait until the party starts, and then, uh. then the Mo, ghost of Mo Green will show up. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> sure, he's a little headstrong. <laughs> I didn't ask who I had the Ghostbusters to get rid of Mo Green. <laughs> 
Well, and for years, they couldn't even sell that condo. What do you mean? Well, no one had enough credit to buy the ghost out. <laughs> you guineas really make me laugh. <laughs> well, that's great. So, Alex, remember in the book, yeah. Al Neary is the one who kills Mo Green. Yes. And he does it at a different time. I believe he does it before all of these other murders. Well, so that right there proves that it's they don't all happen yeah. simultaneously. At that's least right, in the yeah. book, they don't all. The book is different than the movie. They don't all happen simultaneously. <laughs> The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. That's right. So, is your goal to to trigger all of our sound bites this episode? <laughs> By the way, what do I need? I'm Mister Forgetting which. Oh, ones. there's tons. Well, what, uh, you know what we haven't done in a while? It was uh, well, we did break it down. Who's the real Alex Robinson? There's another one that... Oh, what would you do? We haven't heard that one in a mm. while. All right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, what would you do? Okay. What would you do if you were getting a massage and the door opened and there was a guy standing there with a gun? What would you do? What would you do? You know, it's funny you should ask that because in my notes here, I, I wanted to ask you who, of the two murders in this scene, the guy getting shot in the elevator and Mo Green getting shot, who would, who, who would, you, who would you rather be? And so that, what would I do if I were Mo Green? I think I would put on my glasses, see the <laughs> end coming, and then just enjoy the last fraction of a second of the massage, which Mo Green seems to do. Yeah. Did you notice that? He gets shot and then he can he just like lays down like a baby. His head does fall very gently. It gently onto his folded arms. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem like a pretty good way to go. And it's yeah. quick. Like he gets shot in the head, so it's not like he like laid there for a while, like yeah. you know, clutching his gut, dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes you hours to die from a gunshot wound yeah. to the gut. <laughs> And and leading up to that, he was getting this nice massage under the sun lamp. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I think I I wouldn't have played it any other way. I don't know if you noticed, but in the background, there's a price list. I did see that. Yeah. And the oil massage is more expensive than the alcohol massage. It's a dollar more expensive than the <laughs> alcohol rub down. I wonder why that is. What? Yeah, I, I, oil massage is three fifty. Alcohol rub, quote mm-hmm. alcohol rub, is two fifty. Mm-hmm. And the sun lamp only fifty cents. Yeah. What is an alcohol rub? I think it's just they rub alcohol on your body. What does that do? I've never heard heard that as a, some kind of treatment. What that, is that? That I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of rubbing alcohol like as a as like a disinfectant, like if you have a hmm. cut. But I, I never. Uh, I don't think I've ever been massaged with alcohol or oil. Yeah. I've been massaged while I had alcohol in me, but yeah. not not on the <laughs> exterior. That must be yeah. some, that must be some strong stuff <laughs> if, if they put it on the outside yeah. and it works. <laughs> For, the, Fredo's getting alcohol rubs all day. Drinks couldn't, customers couldn't get drinks at the table. <laughs> the massage table. <laughs> Fredo He's was, getting massages two at a time. <laughs> Fredo was such a drunkard that he was he was drinking all the alcohol for used, used wow. for massages. <laughs> it is cheaper, so yeah. But I was thinking the oil would be harder to clean up, and that's why it's more expensive because mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um. The uh, the scenes in the barber shop and the stairs and the revolving door, which I guess we haven't seen yet, um, mm-hmm. were all filmed at the Regis Hotel, which is at two West Fifty Fifth Street in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So we can add that to our list of um, of places to go. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to get back to New York with you so we could do a tour. I'll show you the eight to ten places where Barzini got shot. <laughs> 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 all the different stairs he rolled down while he was getting shot. <laughs> I know I've told this story before, but it's so funny. Uh, so I'm reminded one time, uh, Pete Caru- our Latin scholar Pete Carucci's cousins from Italy visited. Mm-hmm. And he, he was partying and we were touring them around New York. And they kept saying, oh, I want to see the Brooklyn Bridge before we go. And we just never were there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the last night we were there, we happened to be driving on the West Side Highway. And we saw, and the George Washington Bridge was there. And so Pete told them that was the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> 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 
That's funny. So they were taking pictures of it. And like, oh, Brooklyn Bridge. Finally, we get to see it. <laughs> I wonder if they ever found out. Like, did they go back home and show everyone? And they're like, <laughs> What I especially love about that is that, you know, one of the classic uh, cons people would do is selling someone the Brooklyn Bridge. So I like the fact that oh, Pete, yeah. was se- Pete was selling someone the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. in a different sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the updated selling of the Brooklyn yeah. Bridge. Do you think every city has their equivalent of the, quote, oh, you could sell him the Brooklyn Bridge? <laughs> I don't know. I always wondered about, like, uh, you know, there is that expression where you say, well, if everyone jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you, you know, like... Well, I'm doing. Yeah. You're doing that because everyone else is doing it. Well, everyone else is going there. Why can't I? Well, if everyone else is jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you do yeah, that? I wonder if there was also really regional things. Like, <laughs> would you jump off the Maryland State Bridge and that? Yeah. <laughs> and is it always a bridge? Yes. Or is it like in Canada? Is it well? If everyone else is running out to the middle of the frozen lake, would you do it too in August? <laughs> um. So, well, since we're on it, let's make up some Godfather ones. So what? what would Don Corleone, how would he scold a young Santino? Hmm. Well, Santino, Santino, if everyone else were uh, driving across the causeway during a five families <laughs> war, would you do it too? <laughs> would you do it too? too, too if everyone else was getting involved in the drug, dirty drug business, would you want to do it too? <laughs> uh, so, um, oh, and then, then Tom Hagen... Well, Sonny, uh, uh, if Sonny, if all the political protection goes running for cover, would you go running too? <laughs> if everyone else talked to Barzini, would you do that too? <laughs> you mean to Talia? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh, so what else you got? Huh? Well, so the first, um, the first uh, murder we see mm-hmm. is a uh, Stracci. Yeah. Who gets killed by Clemenza? Yeah, and um, interestingly, the the script s- describes it as um, you see Stracci in the elevator with two guys, and the mm-hmm. door opens up, and then Stracci's all like, "Huh?" Yeah, and um, it's a great scene. Clemenza kicks in, and the script says he kicks a Don back into the elevator. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if the other two guys in there are also Dons. Oh. Like, because he says kicks yeah. a Don, not the Don, back into the elevator. Because mm-hmm. we don't know who the other two guys are in the. And Alex, I have scoured the book. Yeah. Unless I'm missing it, there's no description of Clemenza shooting anyone. Hmm. Interesting. So I think it may have been made just for the screenplay of the film. Hmm. So yeah. Clemenza was probably at the uh, at the baptism. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's at the baptism, but there's no mention of Clemenza killing anyone in this whole round of murders. I guess they just used him because it was there weren't there, yeah. there weren't other. Oh, it's great. That's yeah. a masterpiece. It is. It is. That does raise the question, though. Of of it does seem like Clemenza is too high up to be doing this personally. Yeah. Like, there should be a buffer between him yeah, and... Yeah. Like, did Tessio kill somebody? Or I guess they didn't want Tessio to know because they because they know Tessio's That's the right, yeah. So, uh, does at this point, does Clemenza know that Tessio's a traitor? Oh, good question. I feel like he would. Because when really? they were giving out assignments, like, when uh, when um, Michael's like, okay, Clemenza, you go oh, kill yeah. Stracci. He'd be like, yeah. oh, what about Tessio? What's he doing? Who's he going to kill? Why yeah. do I got to kill Stracci? Why do I got to walk up the stairs? <laughs> 38 times. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get that third-headed couple regime, Tessio, to walk up the stairs? Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so, you're right. He may, he, may, he may not have been told it by Michael, but he may have put two and two together. Right. He, he when he said... Uh, what about Tessio? What's he doing? And then Mike would say, I'm going to make her an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> yeah. My father always told me, have your friends underestimate your <laughs> kindness. <laughs> Don't you worry about Tessio. I'm going to give him a place to hang his hat in heaven. <laughs> it's his halo. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to kill him, but I'm going to give him the angel wings and we'll be able to hang his hat up in heaven. He's going to sleep with the pigeons. What is that? <laughs> Up in the clouds, like heaven. Oh, I get uh, it. Clever. Sleep with the angels. <laughs> the Los Angeles angels. It would have been great if, if this were a B or a parody of mm-hmm. The Godfather. It would have been great if Michael had had all these incompetent characters try to carry out the murders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he, he, like Johnny Fontaine is asked to 
like have carry the shotgun up and shoot those guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, all it's the so people, not like, something he would do. <laughs> all the all like this like Bonacera, like <laughs> Nazarene, <laughs> all like just suddenly go around killing people. <laughs> yeah. Now, Johnny, I figured you and some of your Hollywood friends could sign these contracts to murder these couple, to murder these heads of the five families. Sure, Mikey, anything for my godfather. <laughs> he has waltz do it. <laughs> Shooting lessons, garroting lessons, knifing lessons. <laughs> I, I appreciate a good murder, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. What would Buenos Aires task be? Uh, well, he would have to kill somebody. What would the would the, uh, the method be? Yeah, inject them with embalming fluid. Oh, that would be good. Or just like bury them, like trap oh, them into a coffin. Yes. He would. You know what he would do? He would he would send a brochure to like Barzini, <laughs> saying, "Oh, come on into our showroom. We'll you know free free casket if yeah. you come down." And then he would say, "Oh, try it, Mister Barzini. Try out the casket. Sit in it." <laughs> yeah, because because that's that's. Probably definitely not a, a Sicilian superstition, right? <laughs> Laying in a casket. It's considered good luck to lay in the casket that you're going to be buried in. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're cheating death. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> that would be so great. And then you would just like bolt it shut. That's great. <laughs> After all, we're not corpse jockeys. <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> or no. Ah, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's great that Bonacera knows that inside joke that mm. Barzini made at that fa- at that meeting. <laughs> Which Barzini probably doesn't even remember. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Don't you remember back at the meeting you said that? What? What meeting? <laughs> Barzini's pounding on the coffin. <laughs> you were supposed to trap Tertullian in here. It wasn't me all along. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Poor Connie boys. or Car- Connie? Would he have Connie do, do, any, uh, do any murders? Yes, she would. Break, she would um, smash someone's head open with uh, with dishes and stuff. <laughs> Frankie Five Angels, I think, would uh, drown someone with a garden hose. <laughs> they could, they <laughs> shove it in their mouth and they inflate with like like a like violet. In or Walker. when the elevator opens, he he. He he has it closed, but he loads up. He drowns them in the elevator car with with water hose with a mm, water wow. from the garden hose. That's an elaborate. Death. <laughs> yeah. I like how all the crime bosses are dying with with very strange uh, death methods. <laughs> Barzini was uh, entombed in a, uh, in a in a living in a casket. I hope he has one of those flags that lets people know that. Oh yeah, if someone's buried alive. alive. Yeah. yeah, maybe Waltz would kill someone. Uh, through fatigue through dancing lessons. Like, now keep lessons, damn it. I paid Waltz International paid good money for these dancing lessons. <laughs> or I thought he would just cut their heads off and leave it in a, Oh, in a, yeah. He would cut their heads off and leave it in the stable of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's an old Sicilian message, Alex. You know what it means? What does it mean? It means Luca Brazzi cut off the head of a horse to scare the head of a... Hollywood studio so that he then could intimidate the couple regimes. I, I never I never realized that he was the head of a studio and got intimidated <laughs> by a head because his leading star was about to graduate from the heroin, which is known as horse. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's perfect. <laughs> you appreciate a good metaphor, don't you, Tom? <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if I died in a technique that somehow referenced drugs? Um, so uh, you don't you don't understand. My head can never be cut off and put in a stable. <laughs> you can never lose your head <laughs> in Sicilian. Wrapping it all up here, Alex. We got like ten pages left in the book. We got to wrap it up. Well, so Michael rejects Satan. Mm-hmm. I guess that's when that that's oh, when yeah. the killings actually start. When it has that, that great uh what would that be a crescendo? Oh, What's yeah. that called? Yeah, in, it's in, a crescendo and it's a it's a, I, I think maybe an organ music, it's a swirl. Swirl. I mean, it might it really might swirly. Yeah, or it's cause it's a yeah. it really is some musical nerve. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, the organ music is fantastic here. Yeah. So old school. I have a question about the what the priest says. Yes, Michael Francis Ricci. Ricci yeah. Do you renounce Satan? Yes. So is he asking Michael Corleone that? Well, I think because that's the kid's name. I know. I don't know. I, I 
You know, that's funny because this whole time, I, until watching it a minute at a time, I always assumed that Michael's middle name was Rizzi because I thought, but the only thing I can think of is that maybe the Godfather speaks on behalf of the baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. like taking on the role. It's like, yeah. you know, that's because Michael, because the question is directed at the baby, but Michael answers. Yeah. Yes, I renounce him. Yeah. Why can't I get a straight answer out of him anymore? <laughs> <laughs> talking to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I guess uh, you know what we should have a we should have a, an expert tell us about um, this kind of stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it. Give me give me a week. You to mean work on, on the it. baptism? Yeah, on okay. the baptism. The questioning and the answer. Yeah. Okay. You gonna ask around? I happen to be good friends with a not good friends. I happen to be friends with a priest who's been on mm-hmm. our um, Star Wars Minute podcast. Oh, cool. And I'm sure he'd be delighted to tell us about perfect. The, about the, this stuff. If he falls through, I can ask our Latin scholar Peter Carucci. He, okay. he might know. Okay. Uh, yes. Then awesome. after after he rejects Satan is when the killings uh, start. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see Stracci, and then uh, Mo Green, and then Mo Green. Stracci has the, the greatest mannerism as he's coming out of the elevator. He's he's in the middle of a story. Mm-hmm. You see, he's waving his arms. Yeah. And he's he's talking to the other two people in the elevator, <laughs> and then the look on his face when uh, when Clemenza kicks him back in—it's mm-hmm. a fraction of a second. It's it's priceless. <laughs> Do you think he recognized Clemenza, or was it just because there was a guy there with a gun? Yeah, who kind of kicked him back in? Or do you think it was one of those things where he like he pressed fifteenth floor? And then, oh, yeah. like, Clemenza was waiting on the 14th floor, so he was just surprised because he started getting out and was yeah. standing there, you know, that kind of feeling. Like, like, oh, oh, I'm on the wrong floor. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like that kind of a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, mean, I don't know if the heads of the families know the cop. They probably do know the cop regimes of the other families because yeah. they've, they've moved up. They're pretty high up in the in the other families. Yeah. They would know them. The Turk knew. I mean, he said, you know, fat, fat Clemenza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think when Clemenza shoots? Oh, he man. shoots with a shotgun. Yeah. Um, two blasts. He does two blasts? In the footage, yeah. He does so two So do you shots. think that, and there's three guys in there, do you think, mm-hmm. that, do you think just the spray kills everybody? Or did he have to stop and reload and kill the other guy? Gosh, I, I don't know. I, I would think that You'd need a, a shot to each of them, yeah, to kill them all. Unless he kept, and it doesn't make sense to not kill them all because the other guys are probably armed. I'm guessing they're bodyguards. Already, you're right. Maybe we don't know. They might be other dons. Yeah, hmm. I'm going to guess that the, the spray is enough to kill them all because yeah. Clemens is pretty. As we learned, he's pretty attentive about firearms and yeah. It's because it's interesting that he doesn't do the same. He doesn't use the style that he tells Mikey to use. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mm-hmm. like do one clean shot. He just does, you know, yeah. shotguns. Just blasts them. Shotgun. Uh. Yeah. Unless after the footage ends, he makes sure he makes sure that they're dead and kills. Oh right, yeah. Maybe he has shot. a gun. Yeah. And then he just drops it, and then he runs, but not too fast. Yeah, not too fast. <laughs> not too slow either. Yeah. You don't want to you looky lose. I wonder if Clemenza is going to have to go to Sicily for three years. <laughs> um, so Anyone that, who commits a murder has to go to Sicily for three years. Cheech, <laughs> Clemenza, Alan Neary. They have to go there, marry a local girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you have to stay there until your wife is murdered. And then oh. that's your signal that you can come back. <laughs> that's the rule. Things that this have been going on between men and women for centuries. <laughs> uh, and then Mo Green. And Mo Green gets shot. We see him die. Uh-huh. Now, so um, here's mm-hmm. how uh, apparently Francis Ford Coppola saw a similar trick in a European movie and wanted to do a trick like this. Mm. And um, so the way it was done is the glasses have two tubes. Um, running inside, mm. and okay. one of the tubes through has, the glasses through the through stem like the, of the arm glasses? of the glass, oh. and then okay. so one of the tubes had a BB, and one of the tubes had a has red blood. Mm. So they would comp- they they shoot the BB out. So basically, really the lens Whoa. is breaking out. Wow, because they didn't want to shoot it inwards yeah, at his yeah. eye, 
and so it's the BB shoots out past his eye, breaks the glass, and then the bead, then the blood also comes out. That's awesome. So yeah, it's a it's a real clever trick. That's fantastic. Um, wow, and so. So there's some mechanism, like a BB gun, that has to fire it. Yeah, that's like enough. an air compressor or something under the under wow. the table and everything. So we'll have to do that when we do our Halloween costume. <laughs> we'll have to include all that. Uh, wow, that's that, crazy that stuff. So yeah, um, uh, they said if you that, I guess knowing that it's coming, Alex Rocco flinches a tiny bit before the before the BB goes. Oh wow! And which I guess is kind of inevitable that you would. But to me, it doesn't seem. It seems pretty much in tune with the gunshot which seems like a yeah. good enough reason to be flinching but uh yeah yeah anyway mo green and then he gently lays his head down on his on his folded arms yeah yeah i think that's probably the i think that's one of the best deaths to have in the whole yeah. godfather saga yeah probably yeah did mo green have a good life um def- had def- by what terms I don't just compare it to everyone else in the world. Well, not the world, but developed nations. Yes, I would say overall he had a good life. If, mm-hmm. um, he found something he really loved to do, run casinos, mm-hmm. which is, you know, if oh. you can find a job that you're good at and that you really love to do, that is more a gift more precious than gold. Yeah. Mo, or casino Mo, chips. Mo loves the casino business. <laughs> he didn't say anything to me about it. Yeah. But of course, you know, as we learn, he he probably got into a lot of scuffles and and mm-hmm. and you know had his share of uh, tight squeezes. So I'm sure it was the happiest life in the world. I don't think anyone who who becomes a gangster like there must be some kind of you know early trauma in that yeah. situation. You know, do you think so. before he dies? Do you think, sorry, do you think if before he died, he knew that there would never be a plaque or statue in Vegas commemorating his role in the creation of that city, he would, that really would have pissed him off? Well, or or does he not care about that kind of thing? Well, it's, no, he definitely cares about that kind of thing. Uh, The, 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 um, the. They should have done a shot like in that when uh, he fought, they find out that Luca Brazzi's dead. Because remember when Mikey was on the phone? Mm-hmm. I think there was someone on the phone who was ordering the plaque. And then when they saw Mo Green die, they just hung up the phone. Because mm-hmm. like, oh, who cares now? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he was in the process of having it done. Yeah. At this point, is Mo Green still in charge of the casino? I guess he is. Yeah, I think they kill him in order to take over his his portion of the hotel and casino right now yeah. do you know who gave the order uh i didn't ask okay, okay. <laughs> well that's all i have uh, for minute 116 161 116 yeah wait, there was let's see mo green the casino business it's such a shame that that in las vegas now in modern times the city council or some volunteer organization really does not put up a plaque. But wouldn't that ruin the, Wouldn't that be absolutely awesome? Oh, I, that would ruin it. It would I ruin see. the joke then, though, if there was one. Because <laughs> then whenever anyone watched it, they'd be like, what are they talking about? There's a plaque about Mo Green right in yeah. front of Caesar's Palace. <laughs> but it would, be, it would be kind of fun to go and, and walk and find the, the statue. I, I and think then you'd say, be- finally, he finally got a plaque. Yeah. I think if any, if I owned a private business in Las Vegas, I would mm-hmm. do a plaque saying in honor of Mo Green. I just put yeah. it on the outside yeah. of my, on my, uh, or like <laughs> this. It was at this spot that Mo Green first decided to, to found Las Vegas or something. Yeah. And you know, for all we know, there's a hundred plaques in Las Vegas that say that. You're right. We should. <laughs> yeah, it might even already exist. Maybe I should sell them in like the gift shop. And stuff. <laughs> So if anyone is listening and lives in Las Vegas and knows where there's a plaque, either tell us, take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Plaque or signpost. Signpost or sta- mm-hmm. or even best, a statue. Oh, that'd be the best. Yeah. <laughs> signpost. Maybe that should be one of our, our next Patreon goals. If we can mm. get up to a certain amount, we will commission a statue of Mo Green. Yes. I love it. What would be the pose? Would he be on the massage On the massage <laughs> Pre bullet uh, I almost want to have him. I would almost rather have him sitting at a table and pointing angrily yes. forward. Yes. 
that's the, that's how I want to remember Mo Green. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it would say like Maurice uh, Herschel Green, nineteen, you know, ten to nineteen sixty three, and then yeah. it, in parentheses it would say he talked to Barzini. <laughs> yeah. And do you think every every twenty four hours uh, on the on the the daily anniversary of when he got shots of seven twenty three p.m. People congregate there and do that cheer. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like a religious thing where blood would start pouring out of the statue's <laughs> eyes and every on the anniversary of his death, all like religious people gather around. <laughs> I, I can see that too. They call them moniacs because they oh. love Mo Green. <laughs> moniacs. Oh, it turns into a festival. Yeah, totally. Like the whole Mo Green <laughs> moniac festival. Hey, if they have. Uh, I almost said My Fair Lady. What's the My Little Pony festivals? They could have a Mo Green festival. Totally, yeah. Yeah. At the very least, there should be a Godfather festival. Yeah, well, in the Mo Green festival, it would happen in Vegas, the the home of conventions anyway. Yeah. That's perfect. It's true. (laughs) As long as it doesn't mess up all my arrangements, (laughs) I'm totally good. Speaking of which, should we we play the Tessio song again, Alex? Let's do it. How many minutes left? Oh, you know, I lost count, but it's Mm. probably uh, maybe about... Four or five minutes is not very long. You got to start working on the new song. Oh, God. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. So here it is, Alex. Not even for old time's sake. Not even 
So let's rate this minute, Alex. All right. Um. All right. I think I'm ready. I am too. Oh, it's a tough one, actually. Not tough. Not tough? Not tough. All right. Not for me. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah, first I was like, well, not much happens, but Mo Green dying alone is is the is worth the price of admission. And so. we didn't even talk about the cinematography. All all of these well, maybe not, maybe not the Mo Green, but the the Stracci murder. Mm-hmm. You look at the, the hotel, the walls. It's that gilded era of New York City. It's just mm-hmm. beautiful. The lighting, it's yeah. orange, dark. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Perfect minute. Yeah, and and the music too. I I don't want to. I can't overstate how effective that organ music is. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, do that experiment where you do the same scene but just put different music behind it. See if it changes ah. the. Uh, if any of our listeners want to do that, post it over at Fredo Cornell's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, and we'll we'll be happy to see them. Yeah, great idea. And hey, we should remind people. Speaking of videos, uh, don't forget you can uh, do, you can always listen to Godfather Minute on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm, that's right. What is it? Just Godfather Minute over yeah, at YouTube? I think it's I think it's Godfather Minute. Go right, to YouTube so. and type Godfather Minute. We've got every single episode we've ever released since number one. So wow. 160 episodes now. So if you're just joining us, go back to episode one, listen to all the find mm-hmm. out how the all these dumb jokes started about Luca Brazzi carving wax figures and mm-hmm. all this stuff I don't even remember. Rags working at the candy store. Sanka getting its hooks into the Paramount producers. Sanka for your father. <laughs> all right, so I guess we can wrap up minute 161 we'll go on yep. to the bonus content which you can hear by uh, going to godfatherminute.com slash support and, and uh and until next time do you michael francis, francis Reese, do, do you, you reject satan, satan?